Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon. This episode, I'm playing Mary. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. So to frame this episode, this is a flashback episode and it's taking place 15 years before the events of the current game. How old does that make everyone? Val is 13. Joe is 8. Mary, Mary's 9. Mary's 9. We are at Aunt Delilah's Children's Home for Girls. Mm -hmm. It's nighttime. The kids are kind of kept in age-appropriate areas. And Joe, your roommate hasn't been in the room for a while. She, was, she had gotten sick, and they moved all of her stuff out. Her name's Anna. Anna, is, um, I mean, she's, she was okay, but, you know, she was kind of sickly. She hasn't, you know, they, they moved her stuff out. Of course, the rumor mill is that maybe she got adopted. You're not quite sure. People don't get adopted here. No, that's that's what the older kids say. So, yes, it's nighttime and someone is opening your door. As the door opens, framed in the light from the emergency, like the exit sign and everything, you see Liliana. She comes in and she closes the door and she crawls into Anna's bed. No blankets, no sheets, no pillows. But you know who she is mm -hmm. because she goes to school with you. She doesn't live at the orphanage, but she does go to school there. And she just kind of curls up and starts crying. Hey, Liliana, that's not your bed. That's kind of weird. Sh shut up. Just go to sleep. Hey, are you okay? She's, she start, initially, she ignores you, and then you, you hear she just kind of sniffles and stops crying. And then she turns over and she says, she's gone, Joe. She's gone. Who? Cammy, she's gone. What happened? Her dad came and took her. You hear her fumbling around and you see the light kicks on the like the reading light. I don't I, I don't know. They he took her away. Or they might still be here, but she she's definitely she she was with my mom and he took her away. He's she's leaving. She's gone. Joe is out of bed at this point and headed towards the door. Says, you know Mrs. Olson's gonna catch you if you go out there. Let her catch me. You're a ballsy eight-year-old. <laughs> this eight-year-old girl's gonna punch an adult woman in the face. <laughs> okay, you step out into the hallway. Um, well, and then there's uh, a water fountain, you know, for your bottles and stuff like that down the hall. So, I mean, every once in a while, kids will get up and, and use them and stuff like that. So, it's not that odd that kids are walking around. But it's, yeah, you know, just from your, your clock, you, you saw that it was uh, it was after like 10 o'clock. At night. 
And Mrs. Olson is, she lives in one of the rooms. She stays in one of the rooms at the end of the hall and you can hear a uh, tritio going. She sounds, sounds like she's watching like the evening news or something like that. But, and she's listening to it really loud because she's going deaf, but she doesn't believe that she's going deaf. So you're in the hallway. What are you going to do? Wants to. Joe is going to uh, try to sneak towards the door because okay. she's like, they're probably going out the front door, I guess. Uh, so. She's going to creep down the hallway. Actually, what she does, because Joe's a fucking idiot, um, eight-year-old, she like gets on the ground and she starts army crawling. <laughs> that is a total eight-year-old move. <laughs> okay. You uh, you crawl past uh, Mrs. Olsen, Olsen's room and her door is open. She always leaves it open. And um, as you're crawling past, you can see like the her shoulders as it looks like she's uh, making herself something to eat, like an like an evening snack or something like that. And she's in her house coat, and she's you know slippers, and she's got her hair up, and and you know curlers and whatnot. And she's looking at the tritio, which is at against the far wall. So she's got her back to you. And as she's standing there, you realize that she's got her house coat on backwards, and it's open. <laughs> you seeing that old lady booty? <laughs> and then she starts talking to the tritio as if it's a person. God, she's lost it. No Joe, wonder we're so deprived. Joe scoots faster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get to the stairwell. At least you're being hydrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, you make it to the stairwell. Uh, nobody seems to seems to notice you. And uh, yes, you do hear some raised voices down the stairs. And it's it's only like a four story building, so it's not that big. You hear a male voice, and he's. He's getting louder, and then you hear a, a female voice go, keep your voice down. And he's like, I will pitch my voice however the fuck I want to. And she's like, look, I don't know what you've been told about what's going on here, but I assure you, there's no reason for you to be this upset, and there's certainly no reason for you to take our daughter away from me. Bum, bum, bum. Joe, like, really quietly butt scoots down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You scoot down the stairs, and now you can, from your vantage point, you can see Mrs. Uh, Masters de Manil. She's like, Bill, just just calm down. All of a sudden, you come out of, out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't even know you were in town. And then you come bursting in here. You, you, you grab Cammie. You drag her out of here crying. I mean, what the fuck? What, what the fuck is going on? And he is walking towards her. He turns around. And he says, I know what the fuck you people are doing here. And you can fuck up your own kid, but you're not fucking up my kid. And then he slams the door and she's standing there with her arms up in the air. Joe's going to rush the door like she plans on breaking it down. Okay. All the while, Valor is sound asleep and has no idea what's going on. <laughs> All right. So you're, you're, gonna, you're just going to rush right past her and bust down the door? I'm going to save her daughter. Okay. I'll tell you what, because you're eight years old. Yeah, and there's no way that I can bring this door down. Um, I'm Half physical stats. <laughs> yeah, and let's yeah, let's do that. Half physical stats, mental stats uh, will be at a minus one. How about that? Oh, wow. Joe just got real nervous. <laughs> um, no, there's, I don't think there's any fucking way. Uh, but, so are we rounding up or rounding down? You're rounding up. Cool. I think you should round down. No! You can't hard nerf me that 
hard. You're a child. <laughs> Think of an eight-year-old child. Even if that eight-year-old child grows up to be a buff bitch, <laughs> she's still not knocking also, any doors down. Didn't you, didn't you say that... Oh, yeah. No, so Joe is a scrawny, scrawny yeah, eight-year-old. Puberty. Round down. Puberty Round hit this bitch hard. <laughs> Joe glows up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Wow. Hey, I that. have a success. <laughs> Proud of you. So Mrs. Uh, Demonell, she turns like she's going, you know, she she's not chasing after it. She's not screaming or anything like that. She just has her hands up in the air. She turns like keeping her back to you like she's going to go into her office, which mm-hmm. is next to the front door. And you blow right past her and hit the door and it goes boom and it opens opens up quite easily, actually. So you just barrel. <laughs> now I need you to make a uh, an agility check. As you're now going down the front steps at f- like a bull, you know, trying to charge something and you just, it came out of your way and you're now having to regain your balance or you go spilling down the stairs. I'm not rounding down for agility. I can be, I can be an agile child. <laughs> I think that's the A. Can I roll A? Yeah, yeah. You ha- you'll have, <laughs> ed- yeah! you you are just as edge, ed- edge filled as before. So that's <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. So yes, you you realize very quickly that you know you've got about a fifteen foot, and then there's steps. There's about twenty steps that go down, and you start to go face first down these stairs, and you just catch your balance, and now you're still at a full run, and you see that down the sidewalk on the street there on uh, on Wisconsin Street, you see there's a black SUV, and it's running, and you see. Mr. Masters is walking towards it, and you're, like, coming up, like, right behind him. Am I going to do it? Because you know I am. I'm going to tackle him. <laughs> okay. Wow. You're not exactly quiet. So he turns as if he's, like, you know, what? He hears someone chugging up behind him. barreling after me. <laughs> right. Get All right, off so me. This, is a, this is a contested roll. I'm sure it is. Yeah, grown man versus eight-year-old child. So one success. Oh, he... Botched. <gasps> he didn't get a single success. Yeah. I'm going to bring this man down. <laughs> all right. So he he turns like what's coming and all of a sudden you're there. You're tackling him. Yeah. I imagine that I end up like headbutting tackle him and that's why he's caught off guard. Okay. You headbutt him and I'm an eight year old. So you're like, it's like right under the diaphragm. <laughs> just boom. And he it takes him off his feet. And he and he falls backwards, and yeah, he lands on his back, and he start and you hear it knocks the wind out of him. So you hear him going. I like stand over him and I say, "You can't take her." All right, he he rolls onto his side, and he just you, you see him just trying to catch his breath, and you hear a th- like a thumping on the inside of the SUV. I look. Is are they window? The, yeah, the, it's black. It's a it's a black SUV, like tricked out, mm-hmm. tinted exactly windows. Exactly like the Bramalam. Yeah, it's it's like a yeah, it's like the Bramalam, but like the model fifteen years prior. Mm-hmm. Bramalam yeah. Senior, as we like to call it. <laughs> She's gonna like pull on the the door handle. All right, you you pull on the door handle, and the wi- the window goes down, and you see Cami in there, and she says. Joe, what are you doing? You can't you can't go. It's not fair. That's my dad. You just knocked over my dad. He's taking me home. You can't go. And you see uh or you hear him, he gets up and he says, 
Cam, is this one of your friends? Because she just totally put me on my ass. <laughs> As she will anyone. And Cammy looks up at him and says, yes, sir. And, he's, and you hear him giggle. He's not mad or anything like that. He just says, he just looks at you and, and he just says, good for you, kid. Good for you. And he doesn't say anything else. He just starts to walk around. And then Cammy just kind of looks at you and she says, take care. No. And then you hear the, the it, it was running the whole time and then just goes into, into gear and she holds out her hand as she drives off. And Joe does one of those like really sad, like walks out into the street as the car is driving off, looking off into the distance. So Val, you hear this commotion going on because you have, you're one of the older kids. So mm-hmm. you have, your room is actually like on the fourth floor. You know, you have a pretty nice view of the front of the building and everything. And you hear yeah. this all going on. Val would have been, like, looking out the window and, like, watching everything transpire. And, I mean, she's old enough to understand that there wasn't any getting out of that situation. So she starts to walk downstairs after she sees the car drive away to go get Joe and console her and put her back to bed. Okay. So you start walking downstairs. And uh, as you get down to the second floor, you're quiet as can be. You know, just walking down the Because I'm tiny. Right. And as you... Round the bend to head down t- from the second floor to the first floor, Mrs. Olson standing there and goes, where are you going? None of your business. The kitchen's closed. I wasn't going to the kitchen. Do I need to come with you? No. Miss Olson, go back to bed. I'm just going to get Joe. She snuck out. All right. She looks down the hallway like where Joe's room is and she says, she's in her room. Well, maybe if you would do your job better, you'd know that she isn't. She bristles at that. I'm going to go prove it, and then I'm going to go tell Mrs. Demonil that you are violating curfew. And then you'll get reduced snacks. Two weeks. Be my guest. She pulls out her uh, tablet, and she just starts making Beep, notes. Pop. You see like a little digital screen, like a holographic screen pop up, and you see your face, and it's your record, and she starts adding check marks to it. Sass. Up after bedtime. <laughs> Going outside. Wandering the corridors. Lying. Malingering. You know. Oh. She doesn't do anything to you. She doesn't like uh, physically grab no you or anything like that. No corporal punishment. No, no. She, but <laughs> you have heard, though you've never seen it, that the staff does get a little mean to some of the kids, but they've never been that mean to you. So you go outside and you see Joe is standing under a street light, all forlorn. Joe, you see Val come out. She's gone. It's not fair. Nope. Hey, Val. Yeah. You won't go away, will you? Never, ever. Joe grabs your hand. Oh, I give it a little squeeze. And as you guys are doing that, you see some lights by the back parking area. And you can hear the low rumble of a diesel engine. Like semi-truck? Like a semi-truck. Usually, like, the staff will park back there. And then, of course, that's your blacktop play area. Yeah. Like where you play Foursquare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's not actually a painted Foursquare. It's just where the... You, we've designated a corner. <laughs> no, it's just it's just where the pavement's cracked. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, cra- yeah, it's exactly. like, like, a, like a crisscross crack. And it's not even exactly, you know, four Yeah, squares. so one of, the, one of the squares everyone wants to be in because it's really hard to... Like yeah. hit it in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you got your tether ball and you got, you know, yep. all that stuff. I kind of like hunker down a little bit and... Tug on Joe's hand, and I'm like, "What? what's going on over there? Let's go look. Okay. As you make your way over there, nobody's, like, looking out or anything like that. You just see this, that there's a large semi-truck 
and it had pulled into the back parking area and then backed towards where the delivery van and whatnot that brings the food and, and other supplies and things like that. It's usually like a panel van. It's not a big semi truck like yeah. this, but it's still backed up into that double door that opens up. The double doors are wide open and which lead to like the, the kitchen and whatnot. And standing there, you see Cammie's mom and you see a man standing next to her that you've never seen before. The truck is, is there. And then. On the other side of the truck, you can just barely see that, and it's nighttime. There's not a whole. There's like a couple of uh, street lights, you know, like security lights and whatnot in the back here, but not not great. And you can barely make out that there is a black vehicle, like a a sedan of some sort, on the other side of this truck, and it is parked. And that's about all you can tell. Is there like a logo or like a branding on the side of the trailer? Yes and no. You've seen trucks before, yeah, right? And you, so, you know, like delivery trucks and things like that. But this isn't quite like those same kind of trucks. This is more, it, it's all metal and the metal is shaped a little differently than you've ever seen before. Hmm. It's got indentations. It's got weird holes in the, in the, in the top and bottom. You're not quite exactly certain what it is. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence roll to see if maybe you've seen a picture of something like this before. Is that logic? You, you see yes. a logo. It says, Money's monofilament. <laughs> is that only logic or is it? Yeah, only logic. Okay. But it is what? Oh, no, that's true. I remember. Logic. One success. Okay. You've seen pictures of, of tr trucks like this before. You've not been like on an interstate or anything like that that you can recall. I mean, or have you? Obvi, no. Okay. So just pictures and, and whatnot and just matrix searches and things like that. You've seen that this type of trailer loaded up on ships. Like? Like big you, boat ships, like, yeah, like cargo ships, like cargo ships, like okay. and you and you remember seeing like uh, a, a tridio thing of these cranes that would come down and lift these things up and put them on trucks. Oh, the driver opens up the door and goes to the back of the truck with another guy from the other side, and they jimmy open the locking mechanism. They have to really pull it as if the doors have been pretty stuck shut, maybe for a while or whatnot. And as they pry them open, you see that. Cammy's mom steps forward with the guy standing next to her and they're lightly talking to each other. You can't hear what they're saying, but they're looking in and the two guys go into the back of the, the uh, trailer. trailer and then within a few moments come walking out. One of them drops down, turns around, holds his hands up. The other guy turns and brings a girl, hands her to the guy on the ground. The guy on the ground takes her, sets her down on the, on the ground and then just kind of pushes her not like forcefully but just kind of pushes her in the direction of cammy's mom good lord so is this does this in any way shape or form feel like militarized at all none of them are in uniforms no okay. the the truck drivers in fact are the the one uh truck driver is um uh human the other one is an elf they both look like you know they look like longshoremen they look like truck drivers you know they, they they're casually dressed you know baseball caps whatnot then the Miss uh, Masters Demonel, she's she's in her like regular casual business attire that she normally wears. She always dresses nicely, but not like, you know, not business nice. The guy standing next to her, you get a better view. He's Asian and he is in a full on business suit. The truck driver on the ground kind of puts his hand on this girl's shoulder, kind of nudges her towards Cammy's mom and this guy. And then you see 
someone come walking around into the light from this this car on the other side and he is humongous like tall almost seven feet tall okay he's wearing a vest that has a bunch of pockets in it and you see there's like ammo pouches and things like that all over him and he's got a rifle on his shoulder and as he steps forward the man in the smart business suit looks at him and nods and the guy holds out his hand the businessman holds out a black cred stick and hands it to him What's going on? Are they close enough to hear? Uh, yeah. There's not a whole lot said. Just mm-hmm. this this transaction. Just the transaction, yeah. And then the uh, the guy like takes the cred stick. He puts it into some sort of a box. He looks at it. Looks back at the the car that he had gotten out of. Gives a nod. You see lights kick on, and then he starts to walk back towards the vehicle. And you hear the vehicle start up. Joe, I think it's time for us to go back inside now. I didn't know they were. Cars that carried girls. I don't. I don't think that we really know what's going on here. I think. I think. Well, we, yeah. No, duh. Oh my God, Joe, can you not be eight for two seconds? No, we need to. We need to go inside now. I think that this is a little too grown up for us. Mm. I want to go to bed. Okay, I'll go tuck you in. Thanks, Val. You're welcome. So as you're standing there, the guy with the with the vest. He steps into the light of this car. You start to talk to each other. The moment you start to speak, you see him turn his head slightly. Wait, which guy again? The big, huge, tall guy. Oh, fuck. But he doesn't do anything. You go, you're go. you talking and you're like, I think it's time for us to go, blah, blah, blah. And he turned his head slightly. And then you hear the car start to move. So what are you doing? Now the car is backing up, like, and you can see the lights move, and it's going to start going down the, the the alley that you guys are hiding. We go, we go into bed. Team Sneak, heading out. All right, so you take <laughs> off. I want to go past Miss Olsen's room. Okay. And have Joe in my hand, because it's on the third level, and I sleep on the fourth level, so I'd be taking her to her room first before I go to mine. And I want to take her in front of Miss Olsen and be like, see, she was with me the whole time. Okay, Joe is so- like, hmm. In trouble. No, you're not going to be in trouble. All right. So as you get up to that floor, you see that, or you can hear her tritio before you even get up to that floor. God, it's always so loud. As you walk past or walking up to the room, she is completely out. Damn it. Joe, you cost me snacks for two weeks. You got caught. Coming to find you. You got caught. Okay. Takes Joe to bed, goes upstairs herself. And okay. Also so, you take, so you take Joe to bed. And as you go into Joe's room, you see that someone is under Joe's covers. Well, what in the what? Hey, Lily. She's asleep. I don't want to sleep in sick Anna's bed. Okay, you can come up to my room and sleep with me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So we skipping ahead to the next day because you you lucked out because you don't have a roommate. Yeah. All right. So the next day, you are all in the assembly area and you see Mrs. Demonil and she's standing there and she kind of like wraps her uh, ruler to get everybody's attention. She's standing like she has a podium. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We've got a special day ahead of us. Those of you who are not on demerits will get to go to the zoo today. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Olsen goes, Bloop. <laughs> yeah. Joe's like, One why, did, why did she look at me? I don't have any demerits. I'm a good kid. No, she didn't look at you. She looked at me. You're not in trouble. I am. 
It's because you got caught. It is. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and you are not made to sit with your own grade or whatnot. I mean, you can kind of sit where, wherever you want to. And then, Val, most of the girls in your grade don't sit next to you. Because I'm too cool for school. I think you're cool. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm cool in eight-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, she says, but before that and before breakfast, I have an announcement or a couple of announcements to make, actually. And she turns and she says, first and foremost, we have a new student. This is Mary. And then you see the girl from last night that came, that you got the two of you <gasps> saw. Mary is kind of looking at her feet and she looks up and she kind of quietly says, bonjour, and looks back down at her feet. This is Mary and she'll be joining the sixth grade class. But I, uh, she looks around. We need to enact the buddy system. And then she looks right at Val. Val starts, like, stretching, like she's, like, raising her hand. <laughs> and she says, Valerie! Um, yes, ma'am. How nice of you to volunteer. That That's me, all right. Um, nothing but nice. And Liliana is, of course, sitting at your breakfast table also, because she sits with you guys. And she just goes, <laughs> suck up. Shut up, Liliana. Suck up. <laughs> Joe Snickers. <laughs> I don't think it, we've ever described Liliana before, have we? I don't we? think we have. I don't think so. She hasn't sh- actually shown up on the podcast at all. No, she's only she been was in, She was in the Lost yeah, episode. She, she's been yeah. mentioned, but not ever a part of an episode. She's one of those people that, even as a kid, she steps out to go check the mail and comes back with a tan. Yeah. You know, so she's got kind of an olive, almost an olive complexion to her. Dark, really dark hair. Uh, she has it. She always keeps it up. At least her mom keeps it keeps it up. And then, of course, she doesn't look too much like Cammy. So the the fact that their sister sometimes uh, messes with messes people. with people because like you don't even look alike. And like we got different dads. So and yeah. So uh, Liliana is sitting there. She's just looking at you, like shaking her head. Shut up. As I say that, I like push myself up from the table and walk towards the podium to go like take Mary's hand and bring her back to my table. Liliana looks at uh, Joe and she says, so what, she just going to take Cammie's spot at the table? No one's going to take Cammie's spot. I hate her already. I'm sorry. I tried to get her back. What do you mean? I'm, I fought her dad. What yeah. does that even mean? I went after her and I tried to get her back and they took her away still. She told me to stop fighting her dad. You were fighting her dad? I was. Okay. Liliana, I don't lie about it. Stuff like that. Okay, fine. You don't believe me. No, I believe you. It's fine. Oh, my God. (laughs) Joe crosses her arms and fucking pouts. (laughs) When you come and sit down, Liliana stands up. She looks right at Mary and says, I hate you. And she walks away. Liliana, really? That's not how you say hello to people. It's okay. She doesn't believe people anyway. Okay, well, you're... Clearly dealing with something. Um, Mary, you can just sit right here. And she points to Liliana's, where Liliana was just sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Joe puts her hands out over Liliana's and shakes her head. Well, where else do you want her to sit, Joe? uh, This is a big-ass table. Mary just sits down on crisscross applesauce on the floor. Oh, my God. (laughs) See, this is what I wanted to avoid. But she looks like she doesn't look put out or upset about it. She's just... Sits down. All right. So then, as this is going on, you hear Mrs. Dimonil. She's she's still talking about things, you know. And you, every, I want everybody to treat Mary nicely. She's come a long way. She does speak English. Don't let her fool you. She looks kind of 
Uh, actually, she just kind of tilts her head at that. And then when and and when and she's looking and she's not being mean or anything like that. I mean, she's actually like very motherly to all the kids. All the kids really do like her. She's mm-hmm. not the disciplinarian at all. Mary, you sit down, and then uh, crisscross applesauce on the floor. on the floor. She continues on. She says, "You know, and don't let her fool you. She does speak English, and I want everybody to be nice to her. Everybody." And she's looking over at Liliana. Liliana has the reputation of being mean to basically all the new girls. So, and then she says, and last but not least, I would like everyone to give a warm welcome to our new medical director. And it's been a long time since we've had a physician here full time. So that's, this is, this is great stuff. And all of you will get to know Dr. Kobe very, very well. As he's announced, he steps forward and Val, you recognize him. She just kind of, like, blushes. There is something about him that you do, you recognize. Hence the blushing. It's like, she's just very uncomfortable. He seems very stoic as he's standing there, and and the kids are encouraged to give him a round of applause. He says, uh, I am very pleased to meet all of you and look very forward to getting to know you all very well. And then he looks right at you, Val, and... Kind of lingers for a second, and then his eyes turn right at Mary. I'm like gripping the edge of the table and like almost white knuckling it. And you see this like a a hint of a smirk. Do I know him at all? No, you've never seen this guy before. Um, I am going to appear like I'm talking to myself and say, "Will you look that up for me?" Okay, Val, what are you doing when she says that? Um, well, Digi's a thing. So I'll kind of take that as... Now, as a technomancer, you perceive in VR. Yeah. Or not VR, AR. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So you would be able to see... You you immediately know that she's not talking to no one. Yeah. And that's why I I immediately run to... Oh, she might be talking to her sprite. I'm going to... Well, you would see my my sprite. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... You you would probably have no doubt of who I'm talking to. Okay, yeah. um, I'm going to have Digi fly over and uh, introduce himself. All right, so, uh, Mary, as you're sitting there, you say, look that up for me, and then you see... Go ahead and describe Digi again. Um, He is... He looks very Peter Pan-esque. Like, if you cross Peter Pan with Tinkerbell, but he's a dude. Because, you know, Val has always grown up reading a lot because she's secluded and no one but Joe loves her. <laughs> and, well, and Cammie. Yeah, but Cammie's not here. But she read a lot of, you know, fantasy genre. And when she understood what a sprite was, she didn't necessarily understand from the technical aspect of what it could be. More so, oh, a sprite's like a fairy. That's what it looks like to me. So he looks like that. Okay, and you said he's introducing himself to me? Yeah. I look at him, and I kind of move my head, and then I look at you, and I say, you know they're not people, right? They're just zeros and ones. To you, maybe. It doesn't have to introduce itself. Okay, I was just trying to be nice. All right, so th- this is what you hear, Joe. Yes. Yeah. And, and you have no context of what they're talking about. Joe really loudly slurps her milk through a straw. Sometimes Val just talks to herself. How do you, like, know what she's talking about? I just do. That's weird. Don't you? Joe, like, squints her eyes, like, really hard. Like, there's something that she's supposed to be able to see, but she can't. No? Oh. 
How do I explain this? Joe, do you remember how sometimes I go away for a little while and I stay in my room? Yeah. Mary might do that too. We're kind of alike like that. I don't lock myself in my room. But if you can both go away, doesn't that mean you have like superpowers? You can talk to each other and know what you're talking about. Are you superheroes? Joe like slams her hands on the table. Mary kind of tilts her head and she says, I don't think so. Oh. What's a superpower? You know, like you can do something that like most people can't do, like kaplam or like read minds or like make someone's head explode by looking at them. No, I can't do that. Oh. I can't do that either. You could if you really tried. I mean, Joe, I don't have another, I don't really have a good way to explain it to you, but we can see things that other people can't see. That so, That isn't necessarily a superpower. It's just that... Schizophrenicura? What? <laughs> Schizophrenicura. Schizophrenicura. I didn't hear it through the, <laughs> the raspiness. No, no, not like that either. Oh. You're making a mountain out of a molehill mole here. That's what I want to be called someday. The mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering your collateral-like destruction that you usually cause around here, that might be more suiting for you. She rolls her eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go find Liliana. <laughs> okay, you do that. Tell her to pipe down, too. Hey, Liliana! <laughs> She's over by Hilda, who is... Uh, Hilda's one of the older kids, and uh, Hilda's kind of like the queen bee around here. And so as you come over towards them, Liliana looks over at you and she's like, what do you want, Joe? And then she kind of like bobs her head side to side like, what are you doing over here? Well, Val wanted me to give you a message, but why are you hanging out with this nerd? Oh, dang. <laughs> All right, Hilda looks down at you like, really? Why would you say that? But Liliana, Liliana, you said that you thought that Hilda was a nerd. <laughs> All right, and Liliana's looking at you like like mortified. Shut up! <laughs> She's like, I did not. Hilda looks down at her and is like, is that what you said? And then- Shit disturber. <laughs> Liliana just kind of like deer in the headlights just like stops. And uh, Hilda looks, looks down and says- I guess I'll find somebody else to uh, walk around with at the zoo. Liliana, like, holds her hands up like, you have got to be kidding me. Look at what you did. <laughs> and then she turns and she looks at you. She's like, why did you do that? Why would you say that? I told you that in confidence. Confidence. That means you're not supposed to tell people. Why are you explaining words to me? Because obviously you don't know what that means. <laughs> but Liliana, it's not good to lie, right? <sighs> I just, Hilda promised to show me something. She knows somebody who works at the zoo, and she promised to show me something. And now I don't get to see it. And now it's all your fault. What do you want to see? She says that she knows a boy who works at the zoo, and that there's an area that you can actually get in and pet some of the babies. I was going to pet baby animals. If that was a real thing, I'd be on it like white on rice. I'd... Lose my fucking mind. It's called Grant's, Grant's Farm, guys. <laughs> Mark my words. I swear on my honor. And Joe, she throws her, her crunched up milk carton on the table. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's recycled. 
It's synthetic paper. She's like, how are how are we going to get in to see the baby animals? First of all, you can't sneak anywhere. And second of all, if I was with an older girl, my mom wouldn't make me go with her. So I, now I need an older girl. We can go with Val. Val can't go because she's constantly in trouble. She's got like 6,000 demerits. And you'd think somebody who could, you know, get into computer systems could change that. But no, Val won't do it. Wear it like a badge of honor. Because <laughs> she's so damn stubborn. We get you to see those baby animals somehow. Baby giraffe. They have a baby giraffe. Was just born like three weeks ago. Oh my God. How precious. This is the first baby giraffe to be born at, at, at our zoo in a really long time. Yeah. And now I'm going to miss it because you had to open your big trap. So now what are we going to do? You say we're going to get in there. How are we going to do it? We we need Val. Now we need Val. And I hate asking Val for anything because she always says no. I'll ask Val. Because she's stuck up. Val's not stuck up. I think she- I'm a least stuck up person. Look, I'll talk to Val. You don't think anybody's stuck up. That's you not think true. everybody's- I think- Awesome I think and great. Hilda's stuck up. Hilda is stuck up. But don't tell her I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me like five minutes, okay? If I don't get to see that baby giraffe, I'm not going to talk to you for three weeks. That's forever. Damn. And I'm going to go sit with other people. <gasps> but, Liana, we're friends. Maybe. She walks off. <sighs> so much hate. I didn't give you the message. <laughs> no, yeah, you forgot to tell her. <laughs> the whole reason you went over there. Joe runs back to Val and Mary. Uh, did my data sprite ever come back? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what were you asking about? About Kobe, Doctor. Uh, oh, Doctor. Doctor Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe Beef. Yes, Doctor Kobe Beef. The information that you get is that he has a PhD in genetics. And also a medical doctor, and that he until recently worked for Mitsuhama. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's kind of a big deal, or at least used to be. I'll have my data sprite that does not have a gender, my genderless data sprite. I'll have it uh, search about the company, the Mitsuhama. Okay. That's pretty easy. It just almost immediately starts downloading stuff about them. It's a it's a mega corporation, multinational mega corporation that uh, handles a lot of matrix. Uh, they designed a lot of like programs and cyberware and and things like that. Uh, what did what did you say to, about Doctor Kobe? Or did you just look at me? I didn't. I didn't. When he was on stage, I just kind of made direct eye contact with him and like white knuckled the table. Okay. And then he looked at me. In, yeah, he looked at in me an and then way, in an implying way. Yeah. Why don't you like Dr. Kobe? Um I I don't really know him. Why did you act like that? It, new people always just make me really uneasy and he, you know, I I've never really liked doctors. You didn't act like that with me. I'm a new person. You're not a doctor. I, I've always gotten really uncomfortable around doctors. I make it a point never to go to the doctor here. But what if you're sick? I generally don't get sick. Okay. Is Joe back now? Yes. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Did you talk to Liliana and tell her to calm down a little? I need you to remove your demerits from the system. What, what the? What? <laughs> it's really important. Why? I'm going to thread a crack spray. Okay. And start working on removing her demerits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
It's important. There's a baby giraffe at the zoo, and Liliana wants to see it, and I ruined her chances to hang out with Hilda, and now she can't see the baby giraffe, and we need you to see the baby giraffe. While she's doing this, Val just kind of slaps her hand over Joe's mouth and is like, you need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So, obviously, Liliana is fired up about something, and there's a baby giraffe involved. Yeah. How do you expect me to get you to the baby giraffe? Because Leah's mom's not going to let her go unless unless she's hanging out with a big kid and you're a big kid. There it is. I love you so much. Can we also just identify that even as children, I'm still getting roped into shit <laughs> without all the information up front? <laughs> Did my crack sprites get rid of those demerits yet? Oh, yeah. It was easy. I got rid of the demerits. Thank you. What, You're welcome. Uh, oh, okay. So all of you are, y- you both are just going to gang up against me now. I haven't even said that I want to go to the zoo. But don't you want to go to the zoo? <sighs> Fine. Don't you want to pet a baby giraffe? Fine. I already said yes. Hey, Liliana! <laughs> oh, my God. This whole thing is just Joe running back and forth between me and no, Liliana. L- Liliana comes back and she's uh, she's carrying her breakfast tray and she sets it down. She says, so what are we going to do? We're going to the zoo. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you, Val. You're my favorite. No, seriously. I got rid of the demerits. She doesn't even look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sitting on the floor, too, by the way. I didn't ever well, take any of the seats. <laughs> she just looks at she, Yeah, she doesn't look at you when you, you say that, and she just stares right at Joe like, what is wrong with this girl? Well, Liliana, you do know that since I'm Mary's mentor and I'm going to the zoo now, Mary's coming with us. <sighs> you need to be nice. Like. I can be nice. Okay. You need to want to be nice. I can do that. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Mary. No. Okay. How are you today? Bonjour. Will you be my friend? I spit out a long babble of French. <laughs> All right, she just I'm kinda, not going to try to fake French anymore. Yeah. She just uh she she just kind of stares at you for a second and then looks over at Joe again. Wonderful. Okay. So, at, as she's sitting there and eating, her mom comes walking up. Mm-hmm. And she uh puts her hand on Liliana's back. She says she kind of rubs it. She says, "How you doing, Thumper?" And you see Liliana her head kind of Tilts down a little bit, and you can just see her kind of shaking a little bit. She kind of pats her back. She says, it'll be okay. It'll be all right. How are you ladies doing today? We're doing okay, Miss Demonel. Joe shovels, like, a bunch of, like, biscuit into her mouth so that she can't talk. (laughs) Slow down. You're going to choke and then... Shove more biscuit into her mouth. It's like that, uh, uh, what was it, Chubby Bunny? Yeah. With the marshmallows? Yeah. All right, and then uh, you hear... A voice, the voice of Mrs. O- Ms. Olson. Jenny! Joe, like, shakes her head, and, like, her, her whole body shivers, and she shovels more food into her mouth. And then she comes walking up. She says, I'm sorry, ma'am. She can be a little bit of a handful, and she looks down at you. Slow down. Stop eating so fast. Save some room. We don't need to choke to death eating your biscuits. Joe looks up at her, opens her mouth, and spits the rest of the biscuit onto the tray. <laughs> Miss Demonil, she's suppressing a smile, (laughs) and you hear Liliana go, "That's disgusting," (laughs) and then starts to laugh and laugh and laugh. 
Val kind of kicks Joe under the table. Not like a, oh, quit it. It's more like a <laughs> kind of kick. Yeah. Mary starts laughing, but it's like at the wrong time. <laughs> it's like, like when delayed. everybody else is done. Yeah, it's like delayed. Not necessarily when everybody else is done, but like, you know how like laughs have a natural, like they're starting to go down the slope and that's when Mary starts. So, so the way this works out is you, you kind of go, you open your mouth and this long snake of chewed up biscuit just kind of goes onto your tray and Liliana starts laughing and laughing and laughing until milk starts coming out of her nose. And then Miss Olsen's like grossed out. She's like, oh my God. And she like walks off and... Um, uh, and then when everything cools down, that's when Mary starts to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There's a couple of uh, people at the other tables like looking over like, what is wrong with them? <laughs> Shaking their head. And uh, one of the main culprits is Hilda. Does she say anything about me sitting on the floor? <laughs> no, she doesn't. She, well, she just kind of pats you on top of the head. Uh, anything else for him? Uh, well, Miss Olson walks off, but uh, for Miss Demonel, otherwise she's going to still walk around. I have no further questions. All right. She just starts making her way and, you know, like, oh, hi, Hilda. How are you doing today? You're looking so pretty as always. The nurse comes over. She, like, looks at her pad and she looks at Mary on the floor and she says, Miss Mary. We? It's uh, Nurse Wells. She says, I need you to come with me. Val, I need you to come with me also. Why? The doctor wants to see you. I'm not sick. It's okay. It's just a routine check. My heart is racing. <laughs> no. Joe like reaches to like like climbs like across the table to try to grab Val's arm. She's like, No. Joe, I'll be okay. I think I just have to take Mary with me to the nurse. What was the nurse's name? Uh Nurse Wells. I hold Val's hand and I look at her and I say and It'll be okay. She's looking at her pet and she looks over at Joe and she says uh, well, the doctor wants to see you too, but later on, maybe I, if you want to go with them, I could probably, we could probably just put you guys together if that's, that's what you want. Why do I have to go to the doctor? Everybody has to see the doctor, honey. And L- Liliana is like, I don't. God, Liliana. That's because I'm not messed up like you guys. Okay. <laughs> that's just hurtful. Well, we she still just, get to go to the zoo. A nurse Wells says, oh, that is today, isn't it? She looks in. She kind of gives you a wink. She goes, I think you'll just make it. <gasps> I smile really big. I'm really excited about the zoo. I don't even know what a zoo is, but everyone's all hyped about it. <laughs> Joe, like, grabs her jacket and she, like, tugs and she's like, it's very important that we go to the zoo. <laughs> all right. She says, well, um, I I see. Well, then, uh, then we best hurry. Okay. Uh, I start like running and I don't know where I'm going. So I just start running in a direction, dragging Val. <laughs> so Val's like, <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, like from wait, behind wait. directing where she, where you're going. Okay. I wouldn't know what a giraffe is because it's the same in French. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you uh, are taken to the infirmary. I still hold your hand. Yeah. I hold your hand as long as you let me. Yeah. She says, uh, Janae, I'll just bump you to the, to the front. Uh, that way uh, we can say that uh, maybe you have well, – she goes, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Honey. Oh, if you came, I would have grabbed your hand too. So I would have been dragging both oh, of like you. Oh, like Naruto style? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dragging both of you. Okay. And I also like the idea that I went in the wrong direction first and Nurse Wells had to correct me. And then I right, dragged yeah, you the like, other no, way. No, no, honey. This way. This way. You and guys, I'm holding your You guys know too. where you're going, right? She says to the two of you as you're being led the wrong direction. Well, yeah, but – She doesn't know. She's new here. Oh, I know. <laughs> And she kind of, she's, she's probably in her like early thirties, 
but she's very, very sweet to everybody. Um, so she does just like like pat you on the cheek and she's like, but she's so cute. It's smile really big. And then she looks at the, the other the other two and is like, she'll fit right in with you guys. And then she starts walking off. <laughs> Joe does like a or Val does like a half smile, like eh. Joe just blankly <laughs> like, stay like, yeah. All right. So you're led to the infirmary and uh Joe, you're taken in first, and the rest of you are just kind of sitting there in the in the wait area. And there's a tritio, and uh, the good thing about the infirmary, especially like the waiting area, and when you're when you're sick and you're here, you have complete control over the tritio, so you can watch whatever you want within reason. Nice. So yeah, you have it's like being in control of your own personal television, and with infinite amount of shows and things like that so you can watch whatever you want i grab the remote and i turn it to like first one that's in french all right so she one of the screens kicks on and it's yeah they're talking in french what's the the canadian channel that uh first dub sailor Moon is? oh <laughs> yeah i know what you're talking about yeah it's that channel that used to play all the anime um <laughs> is it anime is are you watching sailor moon in french I like Mary more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So she turns on French dubbed anime. And as you're like being led into the exam room, the nurses stand there as the doctor walks in and he kind of looks down at his pad and he looks at you and he says, and he looks at the nurse and she says, oh, I, I had to move some things around. They're going on a field trip today and they wanted, they had to be able to get through this so they could still go. And he was just like, okay, just make sure next time I get notified of this. She's like, uh, yes, doctor. All right, and then he says, okay, Miss LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. All right, I need you to sit up here. And then uh, he puts trodes on your head, which is a, it's kind of a, like a web-looking thing with uh, little suction cups that stick to your head. And uh, it's what you would normally use to, for those who don't have access to virtual reality, like a, a Decker or a Technomancer, that's how you would see that. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, just watch the cartoon. That's all you need to do. Okay. All right. And so as you're watching, you go into virtual reality and now you're watching a, a cartoon and it's super lame. It, it's got nothing. It's got nothing on that Sailor Moon in French that we were watching outside. <laughs> right. It, and yeah, it's it's like, you know, the sad hippo and, you know, it's it's just really. It's, baby stuff. Yeah, it's baby stuff. It is big time baby stuff that. You this cartoon's have... not for me. I'm a big girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like it's like watching. Yeah. It's like watching something intended for a five year old as an eight year old. God. Yeah. It's boring. It's stupid. The rest of you are sitting just on the other side of this door, and the door is is open as the nurse is kind of going in and out, and then you hear the doctor say to her, "What's this?" And then the door closes. I'm watching. I'm watching the show. Okay. Like I'm like in it, and I'm like getting ready to stand up and like do the different Moon poses. Prism power. Yeah. Moon <laughs> prism power. <laughs> so you're standing like on a chair doing this, is the Yeah, and I'm. I, I turned to. I turned to Val, and I'm like, you have to do it too, and like trying to get you to go, get up and like getting ready to teach you how to do the different Sailor Moon poses. Val's just kind of. Looking around the room, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like groaning and moaning about doing it. You look over and, and Digi's like right next to her doing it. 
Yes. <laughs> I say to Val, uh, I say, you, you can do the easy one. She just goes like this. Okay. And like extends, has one hand on a hip and extends the peace sign out. Val goes. Uh. <laughs> like, no, you have to move your arm out further. All the way like this. And I show you again. <laughs> <laughs> and then Val actually does it. But with no flair and no finesse. <laughs> and then you hear Joe scream. No! My Joe! What's wrong? Is she okay? Mary, stay here. And I run through the doors. No, you'll be her too. And I hang on. I grab onto her hand. Okay, fine. You can come. Okay. <laughs> so you go through the door and you see that Joe is sitting in a in a exam chair, you know, kind of like a uh, like a dentist's chair. Yeah. And she's got a, a thing on her head. You and you've seen people who can't access the matrix uh naturally. You see them it's it's very common. Mm-hmm. So and you can see what she's watching and she's watching uh Boo Boo the Hippo. And Boo Boo the Hippo cartoon, and it's so stupid. It's, I mean, you, as stupid as she thinks it is, you're they're like, oh my God, this is baby crap. Very repetitious and very like, oh, smiles, that kind of thing. And, but she has this look of absolute terror on her face. I'm hiding behind Val. And the nurse, the, when the door opens, the nurse turns and sees you come in and she puts her hand out and she's like, go, go back in there, go back in there. What are you doing to her? And you see the doctor is standing right next to her with his pad, and he's just going. I said, what are you doing to her? All right, and then uh, she's actually now starting to push you out the door, and she's looking over her shoulder. as You can tell just by the look on her face, she has no clue what's going on. I'm like, what? I said, do I know? No. Oh, okay. Future Mary knew creepy stuff. Like, desperately holding on to the side, like the wall to keep myself at least somewhat inside the room. Okay. And I'm now screaming at the doctor, what are you doing to her? I start crying. Right. I'm an eight-year-old, and there's a lot of commotion going on. Nine. You're nine. I'm a nine-year-old. I don't know how old I am. I'm a child still. He doesn't even seem to be paying any attention, and then he just kind of goes, doop, 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 and then you see her look over as if something popped up on you know like on a screen next to her and she's she stops and she turns and she looks at the doctor she says you can't be serious and he looks and then he stops and he looks at her and he says you either administer the medication or you're fired they're gonna try and fucking drug me they're gonna try and sedate me no bitches more likely me because i'm the one hysterically crying (laughs) i'm screaming at him okay i guess you're being equally hysteric i what do i do um, what would Joe do? I mean, Joe would use sheer willpower to barrel her way through, but I don't have those kind of skills. Is there a way that I can access, like, the power to some degree in... In the room, or...? Yeah, just to, like, shut down whatever he's doing. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Okay. All right. What do I need? Do I need to roll something um, to do that? Well, you would still have your logic. You could still... <clears throat> You could, like, your cyber combat and stuff like that, I think, is probably a little advanced for uh, a 13-year-old. You probably have regular hacking, but yeah. not the specialization. Right. Yeah. So let's do let's do your reduced logic because of your age. Okay. And then half cyber. Logic's just minus one. Oh, yeah, right. Minus one. So reduced logic and then half your uh, cyber combat skill. So you get one more dice. Or, or your hacking skill, I'm sorry. Well, you still get code slinger. Logic's just minus one. All other were yeah, half. Yeah, but then you still get you still get code slinger. Which is two dice. Oh. 
Do I still get that? I thought that we were saying that I wouldn't have He just have said you did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you, that's a natural talent, so. I get a bunch of dice. Right. Too. Like, like Joe still gets her high pain tolerance. I'm going to, I'm going to use okay. a point of edge. <laughs> okay. So this so means. So fours, fours count. Yeah. Okay. You get two extra dice. Uh, you haven't Digi do anything. Yeah. What's Digi doing? Helping. He's just helping you? Yeah. He'll, he'll, all right. And I'll roll for Digi and I'll tell you how many di- extra dice you get. Oh, okay. Good lord. Rolling all over the place. Two extra dice. I need to get a containment system. Just going to re-roll those two. Did you didn't do fucking shit, but I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Nice. All right, so you get- I in... own this bitch. All right, so what you're trying to do is you're trying to hack into the, the school's system, especially like the medical server. Mm-hmm. You get into it, but not only do you get into it, you essentially in it enough where you could download data- you could do you could do a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, you're I'm, in. I'm gonna. And have... he doesn't even seem to notice that you've done it. Good fuckface, trying to hurt my friend. So I'm gonna have Digi mess around and get medical files on Joe, Cammy, Liliana, and Mary. Whatever information that we have. Okay. And so that I can refer back to that. Okay. And then I'm also going to delete any information that there is about me. Okay. All right. So you do all, you're doing all of that. Or actually, no. Not delete any information that there is about me. I'm going to also take my file. Okay. And I guess the question is, are you going full VR on this? <clears throat> no, because I still want to be conscious enough to Okay. mosey. All right. So as you're doing all of this, you feel a hand on you. And you look over and the nurse is standing there and she's got a auto injector. And you're in the process of downloading all of this stuff. And Mary, what are you doing? I'm still freaking out. Still freaking out? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a better option. I think it's the best option. Here, let's do this. Everybody gets a plot point as you're standing there and... for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synth-esque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. Looking for more Resting Glitchface? Pay data? Become a patron. Patreon.com slash Resting Glitchface. And you can also email us at restingglitchfacepod at gmail.com.